Hello and welcome to the E equals MC squared of running. I'm Maggie Cooper and this podcast is about running and a little bit of science. And today we have a little bit of science, which I hope that you'll find interesting. Now, recently there's been um, some uh, well, some interesting studies and maybe somewhat controversial studies um, looking at um, deaths, um, particularly this sudden cardiac deaths. Now, I don't know if you, um, you know, sort of remember some, perhaps you've watched some um, TV or you've, uh, you know, um, been shocked by hearing news of uh, some athlete or other, or f- maybe a footballer or something like that, collapsing on the field of play. Um, these, these types of events are extremely sad, but also, relatively speaking, quite rare. Um, and that was interesting to know, you know, how, how often that happened, you know, was it really, really rare? Because just recently, it just seemed to me that there had been um, more of that type of death reported. And I was wondering, you know, well, is, was that normal? Is it just that I didn't kind of necessarily uh, perk up and hear that, that type of story before? Or are there really um, more more deaths? I mean, thankfully, those deaths are um, relatively uh, rare. But I I just do, do remember a few um, from the from the past, um, from like particularly football, because I used to be like watch a lot of football. So particularly the football ones I, I took note of. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about the the football-related deaths uh, in just a moment. But the real controversy surrounded um, a letter in the Scandinavian Journal of Immunology, which was um, was, um, was written by um, Polycritus and um, McCullough. Now, um, Peter McCullough in particular is an interesting uh, guy. He's a cardiologist, a very well-regarded cardiologist in the United States. Uh, I think he's the most published in his field. Um, Yeah, he just just publishes and publishes and publishes. But he's got some quite interesting um, uh, opinions. Now, the the contentious issue regarded um, some information they put in that um, paper which said that um, from January 2021 to the time of writing, and this this paper was published um, at the back end of uh, 2022, um, I think December 2022, so um, we're talking basically nearly nearly sort of two whole years. Um, They said that 1,598 athletes suffered cardiac arrest, uh, 1,101 of which were um, with a deadly outcome. But then they say that um, in the 38 years um, previous to that, from 1966 to 2004, only 1,101 athletes um, under the age of 35 had died um, of um, cardiac-related um, um, conditions. So basically they're saying in a 38-year period, year period um, prior to 2021, there were 1,101 deaths. And there were the same number of deaths, but in a two-year period from January 2021 to, um, to um, end of 2022. Now, the, the reason why I say it's, it's contentious is basically they um, are, are saying that the only thing that really that changed during that um, period of ch- time was... Um, was the COVID vaccinations, not COVID itself, because obviously 2020, um, there was a lot of COVID around. 
um, and actually not that many um, cardiac deaths. Now, you could say, well, there wasn't so much competitive sport going on in 2020, so that means that, that we didn't see that. It was only when people had been competitive. But people were still doing training and stuff like that um, at that time. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that's not, um, completely um, negated, but um, I'm saying that they're... they're um, we we don't know whether you know it could be COVID or but the most likely what from what they seem to be suggesting is that this could be um, related to the COVID nineteen vaccines. Now the reason why they say say that particularly is because they they um, know from you know say um, Bidu McCullough is a cardiologist he he knows about the the effect of the vaccine has been shown um, to have increased risk of myocarditis and there was a very interesting study from um, Thailand which really looked into this with um, some teenage. Um, who received um, the, the Pfizer-BioNTech um, vaccine. And um, although they didn't suffer um, cardiac arrest, there were some um, things like palpitations, tachycardia and stuff like that in uh, quite a lot of the um, participants, something like nearly 30%. So, th- so this paper, you know, if you if you kind of look it up on the internet, you'll probably find, um, you know, the 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 people who are saying, uh, well, this isn't true. It's it's um, it's disinformation or misinformation, um, um, and you know that that some some of the points that they they raise are um, n- not unreasonable. You know that um, maybe maybe things were underreported um, before, maybe maybe reported more widely now, and it's it's kind of difficult to to know. Um, that the exact figures in that t- type of of case. However, um, I also um, looked in the in the medical uh, literature to see if I could find uh, anything else that was you know maybe uh, gave some more firm figures to see you know was there has it has there really been a rise in these um, cardiac uh, arrests in the recent time? And this is when we go back to the football. Now, I guess that the first time I think I remember hearing of somebody uh, having a cardiac arrest on, on a football pitch uh, was, um, I think that was Mark Vivian Foe. Um, I think that was 2003. He, he was um, from Cameroon and he was playing in um, the Confederations Cup um, and, he, and, he, and he sadly died. I think I also remember, um, I uh, don't remember the name, but I remember an athlete um, dying like as as in track and field athlete dying um bef- before that but i remember it, you know it was it's, it was so rare so surprising uh, so unusual and then i think that many people especially if you're in um in britain you will um remember the the bolton wanderers um player fabrice muamba who um he had a cardiac arrest in a televised FA Cup match between Bolton and Spurs um, and I think I remember like there was a doctor in the crowd and he managed to get onto the pitch and he gave um, CPR and stuff like that and, and um, the, uh, he, he, he survived which was uh, was, was really great that was in um, 2012 so you know you can see these things are relatively speaking quite um, rare so I found this anyway the paper that I'm um, found lead author is Bonaventura and it is published in the American Journal of Medicine so what they said in this paper was that over the period that they looked at they they uh, looked at um professional football players um their their mean age was 26 um years and and they had experienced collapse in cardiac arrest on the field of play, mostly during matches in Europe between um, December 2002 and February 2022. And they they identified, um, yeah, 35 um, of those 
uh, 35 people who had had a cardiac arrest on the pitch, 25 had died on the field or later in hospital. Um, and then there were 10 survivors, some of which you know, had um, these sort of devices in, uh, inserted for prevention. And I think that the one that people might remember best is Christian Eriksson. Now, he had a cardiac arrest on the field of play during the Euro 2020 match, which interestingly wasn't played in 2020 because of COVID, but was played um, in June 2021. Now, actually, the paper seems to have mistaken it in that it seems to say that it, that occurred in um, December of 2020, but actually it happened in June 2021. But people will remember it because it kind of was was bizarre. You know, he, he was playing um, Denmark versus Finland and, and he had this cardiac arrest and it was televised and everybody was aware of it. So that's probably the most um, well-known uh, of these type of events. So um, in this paper then, they, they report um, over this whole period, 2002 to, to 2022, February 22, they report 35 of these types of cardiac incidents on the field of play or um, in training, but on a football pitch um, amongst professional footballers. Um, so, and of those, 25 of those died. But what's truly striking about the paper is that in 2021, um, in that year alone, there were 10 of these incidents, 10 cardiac events where people collapsed on the field of play. And of, of those, unfortunately, seven of the football players died. So I think that's really, um, t you know, we should you know, repeat that again, of, of 35 over that 20 year period, 10 of these incidents were 2021 and seven of those died. So that that's quite um, a shocking um analysis that they've had there. Now, you, I, I kind of drilled through those um, those reports and say, well, were they reporting more kind of maybe minor sort of football leagues during this 2021 period or were there, uh, were they um, really professional footballers or, you know, were they reporting the um, third 11 team uh, such and such a um, you know, f football Sunday league, but no, there's really are qu were quite relatively speaking high, higher profile m matches. I mean, there, there were some which were not so high profile, but in the in the years from tw 2002 up until um, tw no, 2020, there were similarly um, you know d different levels, international and um, sort of more uh, lower lower level um, games. So I, I think it's it's fairly representative of the, across the board. No, I, th I thought anyway. I thought that was, was of course quite su surprising, and also I felt that it really um, kind of backed up what what was being said in the other paper, um, which was a letter in Scandinavian Journal of Immunology by Polycretus and, and McCullough, saying you know there seemed to be this really high number suddenly of um, these events, um, particularly in that one or one or two years, 2021, 2022. Um, now uh, for that for the paper about the footballers, that they, they only look up into February um, 2022. I think there was just one. Um, just one cardiac event, um, but presumably this was in January of that of that year because they um, only looked up to uh, February 2022. So um, yeah, I, th I thought it was quite quite a lot of um, yeah events in one year, and it kind of supports that um, the other other papers also what I thought. I mean, it doesn't conclusively say okay, well this is linked to uh, vaccination or something, but 
I think we have to say, well, what what changed? What changed in 2021? What was the difference between that year? I mean, presumably, um, athletes have underlying heart conditions, but that doesn't necessarily change from one year to the next. But something has happened, that some some external factors happened that has suddenly given an increased susceptibility to this type of event. Um, and as I say, we know, we know from the previous studies that um, there's myocarditis and other cardiac issues that we should be aware of. So then um, we really need to look at the um, causality. You know, and we have to say, uh, is there causality? Is the... Um, let's say cardiac, cardiac event yeah, um, associated some, in some way to the, the COVID vaccines and um, you know there, there are lots of uh, papers there in, in the literature and they, they, they you know really drill down and say well, how, how can you assign um, sort of probability or causality to um, uh, an adverse event you know and it's, it's really my, my kind of one of the things I, I actually lecture on is um, the um, adverse events and whether you can um, assign causality and in the first instance it's actually quite difficult to assign causality um, um, because if you've just got a one-off occurrence, um, you know, who, who's to say um, whether that was related to your new drug or um, whether it was something um, completely unrelated? And I'll give a classic example to students who say, you know, well, somebody has your injection in your hospital and then they go out and they get run over by a bus. Is, is that likely to be related to the to the injection that they had? And, and obviously people say, no, no, no it's probably, probably unlikely. And I, I'd, I'd agree, it's really pretty un- unlikely that it's related to the... Um, the, the injection they had but if it happens again and, and the next person next day or next week somebody comes along and they get run over by a bus then you start to think well maybe there is something in it and if, if that sort of thing happens um, several times then you really start to wonder you know is is there is there some sort of link between these two um, different things the um, the injection and people getting run over by buses or in this case people having an injection and then having a cardiac event so um I, I personally uh, am really quite concerned about it because I, I know that a lot of athletes had um, COVID um, injections um, and or COVID vaccines, so to say. Um, but yeah, the, the, I mean, it's not it's not definite. There's there's a there's a link between the two, but it seems to me um, on on the basis of the uh, if I was trying to evaluate that for a drug of mine in, in a clinical trial. I would say, well, there is some, there's some concern that it there could, it's probable or possible, um, maybe, maybe more possible than probable, but it, it's it, there is a link, um, and I would want to look into that. Uh, but I, I know that a lot of athletes they they took um, the um, the vaccinations, maybe they needed to travel for for their uh, sport, or they were mandated to by their universities or, or whatever reason. Uh, quite a lot of young athletes. Um, had the vaccine so that does concern me that there may be potentially some sort of link um going on there i mean let's hope that um you know if 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 that um adverse event was was to happen it would have it's already happened you know hopefully the, the any effect is is waning and um it's not kind of going to um be sort of cumulative effects but i would be concerned myself um you know about having say a booster i think that every every if, if there is a if there is a risk then i i don't want to be um no, included or making my risk worse or you know, um, making it more likely that I um, would end up having some sort of cardiac um, problem. So, yeah, I think that I would, um, yes, <laughs> proceed with caution, I guess, is, is what I would say. 
I mean, it's interesting, but I'm, yeah, I guess I'm more concerned than I am interested now. Um, when I see that sort of data, um, that does that really worries me. And um, I think that um, there's another book. There's a book by a guy called um, Ed um, Dowd, and um, he is looked looked into this whole um, increase in sort of excess deaths, um, sort of more from a sort of I think he was really looking from a financial point of view about um, you know sort of predicting uh, markets and stuff like that, and. Um, you know, in that he he actually looked at say working population compared with non-working population, and the basis of working population more like to have the vaccinations than the non-working population, and the the incidence of um, cardiac events or excess um, mortality in the working populations was greater than in the non-working population. And looking at different statistics like this, I mean, I do think it's it's, it's quite difficult to unravel the whole thing. But anyway, he's just published a book. Um, I can't even remember what it's called, something like Sudden Death or something like that. So, um, yeah, if you're interested, I guess you can have a have a look at that. But um, yeah, that, that that's that's really what I wanted to um, share the, today with uh, with you about. Um, uh, that just because it just it just come up, it, it flagged up to me, and I thought like, I want to drill down and see whether there's any um, sort of truth behind it, or whether there's any supporting evidence. And I think that 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 football study was was really quite um, was quite interesting. Anyway, that's all I've got to share with you today. Um, I hope you found that interesting and insightful, and and you can you know, say so you can have a look for yourself in the in the literature and see what 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 you can find, and you can weigh up the evidence for yourself and see you think is there a link, um, um, is there is there causality or not? Um, I'll see if I give you an A grade on your exam mark when I mark your paper, working it out. Okay, um, thank you for listening, and um, uh, and I hope you join me again uh, next time for another episode of the E equals M C squared. Bye for now.